Doing well, doing well. We're just waiting on uh, Rated R to pop in. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah, can you hear me? Sorry, I was muted. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's good. That's good. What's good with you? I know we got a cool. lot of people into today's room. It's going to be super, super awesome. I know you and Rated R are going to uh, knock the ball out of the park here with today's room. It's going to be super dope. Um, so, yeah, we're just waiting on Rated R to pop in. And we're going to be talking about enhancing fan experience uh, today. How's your uh, your day been going so far? Cool. I'm excited. Yeah, everything's been going well so far. Um, I'm excited to get this room going. Welcome, everyone that's coming in and joining. Um, but, yeah, no, the, this whole weekend has been great. Um, a lot of information with the, with the NFT rooms, for sure. Hey, Rated R, how's it going? Hey, Isabella. Hey, Abby. How is everybody doing? What's good? What's good? What's good? Uh, we're doing well. We're doing well. What's good? What's good? All right. Awesome. Well, I'm going to leave the room in your hands, and uh, it's going to be a great room. Awesome. You ready? Thank you. Let's do this. All right. Um... I see we have some people joining. So should we start with a quick intro, Rated R, and then like kind of jump into it? Yeah, we'll go with the intro and then go deep into the whole NFT. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. So do you want to go first? Sure, yeah. All right, so my name is uh, Rodney. I'm also known as Rated R. I'm an artist, manager, producer. Um, I also started to run a production group. Um, I also have a partnership with Universal Music Group. Um, I produce from artists from TJ, Little TJ to PNB Raw, a couple of others. And um, yeah, jumped into the NFT world experience and um, started learning more the past like four to five months. And I've been pretty much collabing and combining graphic designers and music producers and artists to make their own NFTs. Um, we'll get more into like those details, but that's pretty much who I am. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. Um, hey, guys, I'm Isabella. I used to be an A&R uh, a few years ago for a label under Sony. And um, what I've been focused on over the past couple of years is just actually more on the digital marketing side of things, helping artists, you know, grow their fan bases, monetize their fan bases. So I'm excited to jump in on this topic of NFTs because, um, you know, it's definitely a new offer that artists can can offer and actually earn an income from it. So uh, so yeah, so um, what what we're gonna do is we're just kind of chat a little bit, um, you know, give some some advice, some tips on how to actually navigate the whole NFT experience um, on the fan side, and then we can just jump into Q and A's. Um, so if anyone has any questions, we can bring you up and we can chat further. Does that sound good? Sounds perfect to me. Cool, cool. Um, so all right, so let's jump into it. You know, like. When we're talking about NFTs, um, and we're talking about like the whole fan experience, the first thing that usually people ask is like, you know, well, what are NFTs and why should fans care, right? Um, I don't know. If, I don't know if this is something you want to answer, and then we can kind of like jump, take turns from it. But, um, but yeah, like, why should fans care? What are NFTs, and how can we actually make it appealing to them? Okay, so yeah, um, I guess I'll jump into the sort of scary question of, of what is NFTs. This is the question that everybody is like <laughs> scared to somewhat answer sometimes. 
All right, so I like I don't really like explaining. I like to pretty much give examples of what NFTs are. So, um, pretty much NFT stands for non fungible token. Um, I'm sure we can, we'll get more into the fungible part, but pretty much what NFTs are are anything. Pretty much, you could literally have NFTs of images. You have NFTs of gifts. You could have NFTs of NBA moments to even now um, NFTs of uh, Gronkowski moments and everything like that. It's pretty much, uh, I would say, uh, di digital auto authentication, authentication of like your digital ownership of either the image or picture or moment in time of whatever it is. Um, that's pretty much my brief explanation on NFTs. Um, Isabella, if you want to jump in and give more details, and I'll just jump in with you afterwards. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, NFTs is pretty much what you said, you know. Um, and the way that we've been seeing it has been like we've seen a lot of major artists just drop a bunch of um, NFTs, like like Blau. We saw, um, I, I think it was Grimes too, and it's just basically this new offer, you know, that you can you can integrate to your culture as an artist and integrate this additional piece that's also diving a little bit more into like the crypto world. Um, so it, these are all like buzzing words. It's all hot and trending topics mm -hmm. so it's something you know that we we should um or like as artists you know it's something that you should definitely consider in in starting for your for your artistry as well it's just another way to reach out fans and other people also that artists in general music artists in general haven't been able to reach and it's also a world that specifically the music world hasn't even really touched which is more of like the arts world like of just art in general um it's sometimes hard to like combine art and music and then nfts is like the perfect combination of both yeah absolutely absolutely what do you think about um the whole buying experience because i know it's it's a whole new world that fans have to uncover right as an artist manager what have you found is kind of like the best way the best approach so like in my opinion like if, as an artist manager, I would literally just not, I'm, I'm not going to say do it for them, but I'll walk with them through the process. Um, right after I like pretty much introduced them to NFTs, what I started to do, which was like, I've been noticing was, was a great tactic for me was the fact of I'll create an NFT myself. And then I'll just tell the person like, Hey, um, you should create an open C account, blah, blah, give the whole explanation of NFTs. And I'd be like, yeah, I'm gonna give you a free NFT. They're like, what? You're going to give me a free one? I'm like, yeah, you could give me, I'll give you a free one. You could do whatever you want with it. You could sell it. You could uh, collect it. You could re do whatever, literally anything you want, you want to do with it. And that's usually my approach is, is giving one for free or literally walking them through the process. Because I know it's scary to a lot of people, especially people that hasn't been in the crypto world to, to jump into the whole Ethereum and understanding um, just crypto or virtual currency in, 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 in general. So that's usually my approach. That's so smart. It's it's like a great marketing tactic of like, hey, get one for free. Um, that's so clever. I think also one thing that could help is if artists also have maybe like a quick tutorial video or something that they can send off. And that way they don't have to be like explaining over and over and over again. It's kind of a little bit more automated. Um, I think that would also help the artists to guide their fans. And it's like one more touch point from the artist to the fan versus like saying like, hey, go watch this random video on YouTube and, you know, you're not getting the actual artist experience. So that could be also another another point.
exactly and it's and ma is also it's like a great thing for the super fans like you know how we have we have fans and then we have super fans fans that literally go out their way for you so like nmts is a great thing for your super fans also because now you can also give them exclusive content with unlockables um with every with, well not with every nmt but with nmts you could add an unlockable unlockables are different um things that you could add on to your nft um image or video whatever it is so you could add uh another video afterwards you could add an mp3 you could add a wave file i added um instrumentals to my nft so then whenever you purchase an nft you gain the instrumental that plays in the background um um just like don diablo he added a unlockable of a whole concert like digital concert so pretty much you could add so many things to the to the unlockables of the nfts um the one cool thing that i just recently did was um i collab two uh graphic two graphic designers and a producer they pretty much came together to make an nft for a coffee company and pretty much the unlockable was um like percentage off on coffee and then she had this one of one nft where she gave away a, a huge coffee bag um once you purchase the nft so like it's not just a music also you could you combine music and art and then touch other people too you could touch the coffee world you could touch the candy world you could touch clothing there's literally so many things that they're doing right now clothing especially um when it comes to nfts yeah, that's such uh, an, an important topic of, like, how it starts expanding into these other worlds. Um, and even then, like, like when you were saying it can be unlocked, the first thing that came to mind is, like, okay, well, what about, you know, all these artists that are on Patreon and they have monthly membership clubs? What if they just move to NFTs? Have you tried doing that? Like, doing your monthly membership as, a, as, a, uh, as an NFT? Honestly, no, but that 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 would be great, and I I love the um, what I forgot what was the young female's name that what she recently did, but she pretty much um gave away like free NFTs, and then as the unlockable on the free NFT is just like an exclusive way to get the next NFTs. So it's pretty much like you're signing; it's like a sign up, like you're you're signing up for like the next following NFT, and nobody else will be able to get that following NFT or the exclusivity of like the NFT, the next one, unless you got the free one beforehand and they were limited so you had to be able to to follow you had to be able to tweet or you had to be on it pretty much it was just like buying a playstation 5 <laughs> that's so yeah that's so smart that's so smart because you you're pretty much like making it like a treasure hunt and you're like hey that'll you know like get this and then you get the sign up code and yeah that's that's amazing that's a great marketing tactic um speaking of marketing tactics let's uh jump into marketing for sure. Um, you want to start off, um, give more like a couple examples of marketing. Like what do you, what pretty much what, what we're going to ask, what we're about to explain is um, once you finally create the NFT and you minted it and everything like that, and it's on either any platform, either OpenSea, wherever, wherever it's at. Now, where do we go from here? How do we market? What do we do? Yeah. And it, marketing is, is such an important factor to it right so usually in marketing there's two routes you can do the organic route or the paid marketing route um paid marketing just means that you're running like ads organic just means that you're leveraging free traffic sources so when it's something like this it like this is not just for nfts this is like for any offer that you create as an artist but um you kind of just have to have a clear strategy and 
whenever like for example if you were to market an nft the way that i would recommend doing it is when you're educating your fans about it speak about it more on the benefit side or like the fomo side of it of like you know the fear of missing out that's going to be way more appealing and like i mean look at clubhouse clubhouse is so appealing because it was like invite only you know and it was like audio only invite only and everyone started going crazy because they wanted invites so i'm not saying like nfts are invite only but like like just that fear of missing out kind of like culture that will really um hype up and like the buzz awareness for your nfts and then the other thing you know is just speak of the benefits like f- like forget the features because nobody really cares about features anyway but the benefits could be like you know you're part of this really exclusive circle of like five people that have this one nft for example or um benefits i mean there's so many benefits from getting an nft and increasing your loyalty to the artist as well because it becomes a like rated r was saying earlier you know you have your fans and your super fans so nfts is definitely like an amazing way to bring your fans closer as super fans and turn your super fans as even like like more of a super fan if that makes sense (laughs) um yeah, yeah. So, what are some tactics that that you recommend, Rated R? Um, so, I, I love what you said. By the way, that those are great tactics. Um, a couple other things that I did was um, I started just pretty much joining communities. Like, there's a bunch of like, <laughs> I'm not gonna call it secret societies, but there's like a bunch of like community societies of like just NFT in general. So you have like your discords of like seven different discords of like thousands of people that sent to nfts or just uh either collecting or either selling or just has questions on what is nft so i would join those discords and i would join the telegrams um and i would just literally promote myself on there or I'll promote the artists on there and then the nft world is such a friendly community um it's really one of the most friendliest communities i've ever like been in especially like not just clubhouse like nft is really crazy how like you could like there's guys that literally sell their nfts for hundreds of thousands of dollars and then they literally put the money back into the nft world they literally go out their way to buy other nfts um so even doing that joining rooms where like the other sellers are at clubhouse rooms um twitter is like the number one social media for nfts which is crazy like that's like the whole nft world twitter so joining the twitter world and stuff like that i'm just pretty much stating ways on organic gains and it's just from there you have to literally just communicate and just answer these questions that people have or ask questions that people have promote yourself in these these different chat rooms and stuff like that um ask the sellers too don't be afraid closed mouths do not get fed so don't be afraid to ask one of the sellers like hey um i love what you have look would love what you did um would it be okay if you could promote me you'd be so surprised on like they, everybody's retweeting everybody everybody's reposting everybody it's it's a very loving world yeah that's something i've noticed too um how like the culture in the nft world is so pleasant um which also that's like another another great selling point you know of of it's not a bunch of like jerks it's it's a lot of like-minded people um a lot of people that are exploring these new technologies and moving in the direction that you know like pioneering the future of the, of the music industry and um and when you kind of like like look at it from that bigger lens it's there's just so many opportunities and so many things that you can do with your nfts right like how you were talking about you can 
transition into clothing and and coffee and stuff like that um when you think about like nfts and this just kind of came to me but like Raider R, I'm interested in your opinion about NFTs and like the the future of them in terms of of you know do you think that this is a direction that more artists are heading into and and also like fans because it's really important it's not just like artists doing the fans uh, uh, the NFTs I think the more important part is actually the user adaption from the fan side to make sure that they're actually investing into this right yeah so it's funny how you said that so now it's like um i'm having a different approach on it like i had a whole epiphany like last night and this morning and it was the fact of that um we're educating people on nfts but then as we educate them we educate them as a creator we never really educate them on the fact of how to be a collector and a buyer and how that's also a positive thing and i feel like we're just filling up the whole nft community with creators and sellers and then there's people that could be buyers but they weren't educated on being a buyer so now they're just making a bunch of random art or random pictures of stuff like that and then and then flooding it into the nft world so um when it comes to nfts i feel like in and in the future i feel like it's it, it's gonna it's gonna be the future and it's already the future but it's the fact on how we're approaching um the education on it so um i feel as if like because ready like all the top people in the world like elon musk um mark cuban um all these billionaires and stuff like that they're already touching base so and then whenever i post up i already have people like asking questions what are nfts so the curiosity is there so obviously people are going to want to jump into the world and, and go into it i just feel like we need to start educating people more on being also collectors not just sellers because being a collector is an amazing thing and is actually more fun than selling <laughs> yeah and, and that also like be <laughs> it's so interesting because it's like you're selling nfts you're coming up with nfts but then you also find yourself partaking so much as a collector as well and it's cool too because like it opens up the the realm of you know maybe an artist maybe fans aren't really interested in merch but like if you drop an nft and they actually love it now it's like you're giving them more opportunities to actually invest into you and your culture so um exactly yeah. and, and the fact that like ethereum we didn't even get into the whole ethereum part but like ethereum in general is skyrocketing it's at it's at its highest that it's ever been and just like ethereum and um people's nfts and values are going to keep growing so like you could it's, it's i like to use this reference it's like you see um, we're back in the 80s and michael jordan rookie card has just released are you guys gonna buy a michael jordan rookie card like it's it's a it's a bet so it's like you might buy it and then you buy it and then the guy might be the greatest basketball of all player of all time you might buy it and he might not be the greatest basketball player of all time but he might be do something good to where the value is actually still high and i'm sure those people that bought those michael jordan rookie cards do not regret it so it's the same concept when it comes to nfts um and even those nba moments and all these other like arts um art pieces and stuff like that these artists are literally um are at a certain value right now and in the next two three even five years their value it's going to be insane so that just to even have that is, is crazy imagine having a nft of justin bieber on the first couple months when he first came out and then now look where justin bieber is at and then if you still own the nft whatever that nft you bought at a thousand dollars now that nft is probably at like 
if not a million, then you're already at two, three mil, like easily. Yeah, that's a crazy part too. Um, that it's all crypto based at the end of the day. And the beautiful thing about crypto, I mean, this kind of adds on to to um, something I was saying the other day that, you know, crypto is one of these things that's been like talked about for years. And NFTs is kind of just like pushing people to kind of just join this whole um, new currency. So that that like the fact that it's so volatile and it just skyrockets and you know like right now something might be five bucks tomorrow might be like worth a thousand that's also like such an alluring factor to it. Exactly. Yeah. So when we're talking about like NFTs, um, what are other ways that it can like improve the fan experience and like the artist culture? Well. We could go back to the Don Diablo example, what pretty much was the fact of since we're in Corona times and like performances, live performances and just um, shows experiences have been pretty much shut down completely. Um, it's been an element that people have been missing in their life and been wanting. So um, how do you combine NFTs and provide that? So what do you do is um, you literally do a whole virtual concert or you can even do a concert in your own space or room or an event space and record yourself. And then you could put that as an MP4 and then add that on as a NFT, um, as an unlockable to your NFT. Um, that's something that Don Diablo did, and he sold um, sold his concert for I think for like a million, over a million dollars, something like that. So that's just one concept of like the fan experience. But there's many others. You can even do like um, NFTs to where now there's exclusive content that just like the NFT people are receiving. So like you could have like morning affirmations and stuff like that. You could give like greetings and stuff, or you could give a, a quick freestyle. If you're a rapper or if you're a singer, you could give them a, a song cover that's n n on no other social media platform or no um, any music platform at all. And it's literally just through the NFT unless they buy the NFT. That's the only way that they're actually going to have it or, or see it. So there's just several different fan experiences that you could provide as a music music artists or just being in the music world to your fans and other people that haven't even known you that's so important um that's such an important factor that you bring up um and i'm interested too like one thing that you mentioned was you know like um how it has to be like relevant to the artists and, and one thing that i'm interested too in, in the artists that are coming up with their nfts are they actually taking their full entire like brand identity, artist identity into consideration because that is such an important factor to touch on, right? All the artists in here too that are listening, um, when you're creating your NFTs, it has to be like part of what you already, like kind of like the movement you're creating, right? Because even like, I think you also said like affirmations and stuff like that. So um, for example, like out of NFT world, one of the ways that you can monetize your artists is by first of all, create an email list, you know, and like, uh, giving them like a lead magnet, ha having something for them to download, and then that can lead into your offers. So when you're applying that same tactic in the NFT world, it's just making sure that you stay on brand so it's relevant to your audience, and your audience actually cares and is like emotionally and mentally invested into whatever it is that you're selling. So that's such an important point that you brought up as well. Definitely, definitely. And um, is there, I was going to say, before we get into any of uh, to the actual questionnaire is there any um other points you would like to add on um 
I think we covered most. Uh, yeah, I think we covered the the biggest um, FAQs that we hear all the time, right? The the most questions we hear often, and and also some tips on how to actually go about them. Um, but I don't know if there's something important that we missed that we can add, or if not, we can open it up for for questions. Yeah, right now I have, um. There's nothing really for me to add at the moment, but I would love for people to come up and ask any questions or um, if there's any other details or statements they would like to um, add or ask, feel free to do so. Awesome. Hey, Angelina. Hey, Isabella and Rated R and everybody. Good to hear y'all. I really love your input and insight on this topic. My question is, Regarding the idea of a concert NFT, I love that idea. I was thinking, what if somebody did like a live stream virtual concert and then sold the replay as the NFT? Um, is is that a um, mannerism to do that? Yep, exactly. Um, you could, you could do that. You could definitely do that, or you could even. Um, you can have the IG live and then give them the recap like you just give them the whole IG live personally Or you could just have make your own live by yourself and then give it exclusively for them So you don't even have to share it to the rest of the world. You can literally have the exclusive um, Live performance that only the people of your NFTs um, Will have because remember you could also make an NFT um, one of one you can make one of one NFT or you can make one of a hundred NFTs so it's like of the same NFT, so pretty much you you choose how you want to like package it because you could also package it to where um, the NFT lives, like the one that you said that it's like a repost, whatever. You could give that to the hundred of people. Then you could have this one of one that only one exclusive person will have of your live performance of like you doing something different than you don't usually do, whatever it is. But like that's pretty much how you can pretty much package it and sell it too. That's interesting. Because my concern with it first doing it public was maybe somebody can record it and the integrity of that. But if it was recorded privately, then that's how you know it's kind of locked in. Do you know what I mean there? Uh, Re-elaborate. Like, like, let's say if it was a, a virtual performance and you were NFTing the the replay, what if somebody was recording, they also made a copy. So now, of all right, so that's a perfect and great question. So now this is the whole reason why of NFTs. So now you see the image that I have right here on my profile picture? That's like uh it's it's a little NFT image that I, I'm about to sell also. So now anyone could like screenshot it and you could do anything like that. But the fact of that it's like um it's the authenticity that when you buy the NFT. So it's like, even with the NBA moments or like even the live performances, like you said, anyone could record it. Anyone could do only that. But then they don't have that authenticity of, of or like the, 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 the piece of paper or even like the whole info of information of everything stating that they own that. Like that's, that's the whole thing of NFT. So you could have, it could be literally duplicated everywhere. But the person who owns it, It'll be you. You could take a picture of the Mona Lisa. There's literally hundreds of thousands of images of the Mona Lisa, probably replicant copies of the Mona Lisa, but there's only one real Mona Lisa. And that's that's the whole point of it. Right, but who enforces that uh, that notion that this is the only one? Because with like the Mona Lisa, 
if I steal the Mona Lisa, the French government will come and arrest me. But with the NFT, well, that, that's a physical. Yeah, I was gonna say with that, that's like a physical. So now we're going to like the NFT world, right? So now with platforms, um, so now OpenSea. That's when you buy an NFT off of OpenSea. That's what they give you at the end, like you literally authenticity, stating that you own it. Um, and it'll be in your collection. You could literally show me an image, right? You could show me any any image right now. Now I ask you, can I see that in your collection? You won't be able to show me that in your collection. Why? Because you don't own it. So it's having that in your collection and having that authenticity that the platform, either OpenSea, Super Rare, Rarible, or wherever it is, they give you that at the end um, of pretty much of, of once you buy the NFT. On that platform, right? But I mean, I could take a piece of digital artwork that I saw sold as an NFT on Instagram and like put it onto a hard drive and then I have that. And the only difference between me having that and somebody having the other one is that the NFT website says, this is the person who owns that, but that power all comes from within that website itself. So like there, it's like, who's gonna, if I try to repost that or do anything with it or not sell it, but just like, you see what I mean? Like, I, I don't understand who, who's enforcing that authority that like, this is, this certificate of authenticity, if you want to think about it like that is, enforced and given power to, to you and to the nft by the people who minted the nft and that's it i i don't understand where the the power um of of enforcement of any of this comes in and and why that carries any value so now well you know well, i would say compared to gucci it's you going they got the Gucci knockoff, but it wasn't made in Italy. So I mean, it, realistically, is it a realistic way to mandate all that? Even to this day, it's happening all the time, all day long, strong. So I I don't think that's quite realistic. Well, okay, so difference with that though is like to me, is that yeah, I could make a knockoff gucci handbag and the the difference between what the real version is and what the real version isn't comes from who actually made it who actually designed it what actual materials are used to construct that physical object and yeah i could make a knockoff but it'll never be a real gucci unless it was made by gucci but the nft to me seems like just a little slip of paper that's inside of that handbag that says this is a real handbag well that's, that's and digitally that's, there's no difference i was gonna say also just to like just to add on though um, so now like you, you just stole my image, right? You just got my image, whatever you stole it. Now, um, you didn't know that NFT came with unlockable. Do you have the unlockable? No, you do not. Do you even know what the unlockable is? No, you do not. You just have this one image and you're running around claiming that it's yours. But people know that there's an unlockable. People know there's a follow-up. There's a lot of NFTs that there's a follow-up NFT after that that you won't be able to get. So now you're running around claiming that this NFT is yours. This is this. This is that. Yet you're not having any of the follow-ups. You're not on pretty much the quote-unquote like the, the, the list, the email list. You don't even have like there's literally nothing there. It's just like it's just, you're just showing that you're like that, that a person is like a liar. That's pretty much how it is. Like <laughs> like literally like it's also so the same thing with like an auction, for instance. It's like they do bidding and stuff like that so you have like a whole auction and then you could bid off like a painting and stuff there's some auctions where like 
they literally give you the painting and stuff and they give you like a digital image of the painting so in this that digital image is literally copied over and over and over everywhere but they don't have the physical image there's a lot of the nfts also that um as the unlockable you get this um you get the digital image but then they give you the physical image also at the end so now you you got the physical print and you got the nft image so that's the thing about with nfts that it's it, it's the add-ons too with the unlockables that also brings the authenticity so it's not just and it's not just the platform because the platform is providing you the authenticity that you will have and you have the code you have the address you have the the bitcoin ad everything you will have literally right there they literally provide all that you can have that all that information printed out for yourself and all that and so it's not just the platform that that's that's showing it it's literally something that you have this is throughout the crypto world and then you will have unlockables that come with it either percentages off on something or a physical painting or whatever it is afterwards so that's that's like that the, the great thing about nfts to be honest with you right well i love the idea of like limited editions like i've i've put out vinyl releases for my band and we've done uh like a hundred of a certain color and that's it and so that's like a limited edition type thing i have no problem i i i love the concept of even like a singular piece that like yeah this is the only way you can get it but why do i need to pay gas fees for an NFT to do that? And why can't I just make an item on my own website and say, this is a one of one thing. When you download it, you're the only one who has it. Why do I need that NFT? And why do I need to give my money to someone else uh, and just throw that money away when I could do the same thing by myself? So now that's two different things. So now you could create the platform yourself right now, but do you have a community? No, you have to create your community. There's already an NFT community and there's already NFT platforms. So that's that's one point. The other thing is for the gas fees. There's several platforms where you do not have to pay the gas fee, where the buyer has to pay the gas fee. Um, they're also looking more into it. I'm sure it's going to happen within the next couple of months um, that they're pretty much trying to eliminate gas fees. Um, I don't know exactly details on that or like more information on it, but I know that's something that they're in the works of trying to do um but yeah that that's that's another thing so like on mintable you don't have to pay the gas fees and even on open you pay that one time gas fee and then literally you you could literally mint as much as nfts as you want afterwards um so that's mm -hmm. another thing so it, it's it's so like anybody could build a website right now i could build a website right now and say oh this is one of one or whatever it is but do i have over a million people in that community on my website already no i do not and that's where the nft world and it's also to the fact of like now you like we were talking about with the collabs and like who you're working with so it's like um are do you have other people or other people that's not in the music world that's joining onto your website uh depends on how you approach it but with nfts you have a whole artistic world that people like don't haven't even touched the music world or are not even so familiar but willing to jump into there so now that you're combining like the art with music and that's just now you have one artist that's super famous and stuff like that and then you have a music artist that's not so famous but he collabs with this this graphic designer and them two literally make something super powerful super beautiful and then literally they they grow from there just like for example um the weekend the guy who did the weekends um weekend made the nft the guy who made the weekends nft he his nfts were like literally like nothing they were like a hundred dollars three hundred dollars four hundred dollars after he created the weekends nft his value went up 
Now all his NFTs are at least good $25,000, $50,000, and they are being sold right now. Changed his whole life. And that was off of one literally collab that he did with The Weeknd. I'm not saying obviously you need to collab with The Weeknd, but it's the same concept. You could be a small artist, work with a big graphic designer, or you could be a small graphic designer, work with a big artist. It's just how the NFT world works. That, that's informative to know about the gas fees, because that's the thing that really rubbed me the wrong way most of uh i've been in, in clubhouse for a couple of months now listening in on nft conversations and i didn't really uh i guess that's something that wasn't really super clear to me but it seemed uh yeah that was that was one thing that rubbed me the wrong way uh but hearing you say that about the gas fees is uh is good good to know i'm still kind of a skeptic about the whole thing so uh I, uh, I hope that I uh, haven't come across. Um, I'm 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 still in a, I'm still in a doubtful place with it right now. So I'm trying to absorb as much information as I can. But I appreciate you fielding my questions and uh, and all the information. No problem. If you have any more questions, we could provide you to help you with like, more clarity. Feel free to ask because I know that's something that that I was like skeptical at first too with the whole gas fees. I'm like, why do I have to pay? Like, what is a gas fee? Like, what, well, why do I have to do all this? And that's when I started learning more and getting more. <clears throat> educated on it and to the fact of like now like there's there's platforms where i don't have to pay the cash fee the buyer will have to pay the gas fee there's platforms where um like i said open sea where you could just you you mint it your first time and you have to pay that one time gas fee and then from there you're good also um with these gas fees there's there's like websites where you could check the pricing of the gas fees so like for a whole week bro like i did not <laughs> meant anything because i'm like i'm not paying 140 i'm not paying with this 150 i'm not paying this 160 and then like there was this one day it was like i think it was like three in the afternoon or like two in the afternoon i just went on the website on the um it's eth gas station dot info um and then you go on to there and it pretty much tells you what is the gas um the gas fees at, at that time and it was only like i think it was like 80 dollars i caught it at the super low i jumped on it asap as soon as i jumped on it paid that gas fee then i was able to mint 50 other nfts right after that so yeah don't be so worried about the gas fee things because they're definitely going to try to figure out some ways to eliminate it afterwards also but yeah if there's any other questions for clarity just let us know yeah i think that the um the only real other thing that i'm still a little bit uh like you know kind of observing the whole situation and i'm and everybody has a different opinion and there's no real way to know but what do you how do you feel like there's obviously a bit of a bubble right now with the nft market and what do you think it's going to look like when and if that bubble bursts um when it look bad yeah go go ahead i'll no, I'm just saying it's going to be like a crash. It's going to be like any kind of you know stock market crash or anything. And obviously the whales will make money and everyone else will get fucked. It would be like kind of a Ponzi scheme. In my opinion. Yeah, because I really just feel like the, the people that stand to benefit most of this are like the artists that I already see that are making already huge amounts of money that would like uh, Alex Gray, incredible painter, released an NFT made a lot of money off of it but that guy already sells his paintings for a lot of money so that's the only reason that the nft has a lot of money and i i, I it's i don't know i i guess i get kind of a vibe that it's like it, there were more people trying to get more people involved because they want it to like you know take off and i'm all for like i think that you know building community and and i i love how supportive the community generally is but it uh i guess it seems to me more like a strength in numbers kind of thing uh of like get get the whole thing going 
and and then but once isn't, enough isn't everything it. strength in numbers though yeah, I guess yeah. so. I just I, I don't really see the inherent value. Oh. I guess yeah, it's kind of a thing with currency or cryptocurrency in general is like everybody has to just agree that this thing has value, that the NFT, that this idea of this token is a valuable thing. But I'm having a hard time latching onto why that's a valuable thing as opposed to any other form of digital It's a collectible. I mean, I think of it like, you know, a baseball card. Think of it like uh, a Funko. You know, it's just something people want to have. Um, hey, Paper you know, Chase here. What's up, y'all? Yeah, what's up, Hi, Hi, Isabella. Thanks for bringing me up on stage. Um, I wanted to definitely address this, but uh, first off, I wanted to give you your big kudos for holding this awesome space and enhancing uh, people's understanding of what's going on, especially with the fan experience. And I've been listening for the last uh, 45 minutes. Um, but concerning how, what we're talking about, I mean, you got to think about the fungibility aspect, the non-fungibility aspect of it. Like, yeah, he, we're talking about it being a collectible, but it's the technology that powers the smart contract that has given birth to the seed of the plant, which is that is growing. We're calling the metaverse. So just be very careful when you, you're putting out. You finds, like uh, one so second, so let me finish my thought. I appreciate it. it. Just one, one second. Not, I want to ask you a question though about the metaverse. Um, can you explain more about that? Because I was working with a company on the metaverse and like, uh, you know, the Microsoft uh, platform. But I mean, if you could explain that better, it would be it'd be helpful. Um, so I work in a, a bunch of different types of iOS, you know, like a bunch of different applications. Um, I'm more, more Mac centered. But what, what are you actually asking? What are you what are you asking? You're asking about the meta the metaverse and the technology that powers it. Uh, Bushido. So, uh, really quick, while he gets his answer uh, clarity on his question, let me just go ahead and reset the room really quick. So, what we're talking about today, like, first of all, thanks for joining us and being here with us for the new people that just joined the room. Um, we're just talking about, like, NFTs and how it's enhancing the fan experience, part of the NFT music conference uh, that we're putting on with the 808 Wave. Which also brings my point, you know, if you guys are enjoying the conversation, just go and hit that greenhouse right above. Um, right now we're just kind of doing questions and answers. Uh, so if anyone has any any questions or anything that they want to um, value odds, whatever, just feel free to raise your hand. We'll bring you up. Um, and yeah, I think we were on... Bushido was asking about the metaverse, getting a little clarity. I don't know if you want to... Yeah, I just want to finish my thought. I think um, I think what's really interesting about the metaverse is just the new the new technology that powers it, and I think that's really what we need to focus on is the technology aspect. Um, whether Ethereum 1.0 is going to be this world changing phenomenon, um, I think it already has. But if you're just now learning about it, it's already come and it's already gone, and we're already on 2.0, looking to 3.0. Uh, last night, we got a chance to speak with uh, the CEO of Mintable, and he enlightened the 808 wave on a number of topics uh, surrounding all types of different types of technology uh, that is really going to enhance this space. And if you're asking me if uh, the internet is dead or, you know, if they're, if that's not necessarily the case. All this stuff is to work in tandem, and it's building a bigger marketplace, more opportunity. Uh, I can see why people are s skeptical about it. Uh, it, it. Anything alt currency has, probably has a lot of skepticism because it's deeply rooted in our in our culture. But if you're a te technology futurist, you, it's very easy to see the direction of the technology and the security aspects 
uh, alone are the determining factors for me alone, not even on top of the opportunities that presents for the music industry, the entertainment, the actual experience of the individual that uh, from uh, buyer, from business to uh to purchaser, you know, like, or, you know, from artist to artist or from artist to person, uh, B2B. And there's a lot of different types of terminology, but there's a lot of different ways that are lucrative that you can use this technology to empower yourself, businesses, the people around you. I mean, I went to the first NFT conference ever in Miami, shook hands with billionaires. It was incredible. And it was called BitBasil. And that was the first time that I'd ever seen a conservation effort to grow the fish population in the Miami coastline uh, was being utilized as an NFT to bring forth um, monetary funds for, uh, for them to conti- continue their conservation effort. That's the power, Jake, of what we're looking at in, in Bushido. So I would, if you're a pessimist by nature, then obviously you're going to look at this. I mean, as with a negative outlook and you know, there is some harmful impacts on society that we're dealing with when it comes to it, like the gas fees, uh, the emissions of that, things of that nature. So these are just my thoughts. This is, I'm just one single person with one single opinion. No, but, I really appreciate so, that. What do you think so, about the AR? Like, so I was working with one company, um, stopped working with them. I'm doing more consulting instead of being a, like a founding member. Um, but you know, I've had meetings with probably 15 VCs. Um, it's a virtual reality. Um, I'm looking at NFT that, and, uh, then I I switched to another company that does AR, um, virtual reality, kind of like, um, you know, the, the, the reels they show for Marvel, like at the beginning of the Marvel movie, you guys familiar with that? Oh yeah, for sure. It just goes to show you like, it shows John Lennon is coming out. So we're releasing a John Lennon, uh, NFT, uh, I'm at a conference actually Tuesday. It's on, uh, if you go to Twitter, you just look up Oasis Digital Studios, you could sign up. But there's going to be about 400 like people, mostly whales. Um, and there's going to be a John Lennon uh, NFT with the pictures that have never been seen before. So I guess in the 70s, after Nixon won the election, uh, Lennon decided you know, he wanted to have you know, a mistress and told Yoko, you know what, we're going to take a year off. Got with this other woman, the woman took all these pictures, and now she's just releasing them. So that's going to come out. So that's going to be pretty dope. That's perfect. And then, I think there's a point that um, we didn't get to really actually talk about, too, and it's like just like with that perfect example with that John Lennon picture. Um, so now nobody's seen these John Lennon pictures, correct? Um, now whoever buys the NFT are going to be the first ones to release it, right, or are just going to see it. So they have the... the the choice to either like they could put it out there show it off they could put it on their instagram they could put it out there whatever it is they say oh yeah this is mine now you're going to have those guys obviously going to screenshot they're going to repost they're going to blog and stuff but now the authenticity of that it's the fact of now you could resell that nft the one image that nobody has been able to see exactly you could repost it a thousand times if you want, but you can't sell that image. Why? Because you don't own it. You don't own the NFT. I own the NFT. 
so I could sell it. So that's that's another thing that I was gonna say as a collector, um, not just a creator, but as a collector is an amazing thing. I could buy an NFT of John Lennon for probably a thousand or whatever amount of money it is, and the reef, the flip on that is crazy. It's like flipping sneakers or flipping uh, yeah. like drugs or something that's like that. You feel me? And also enhancing yeah. the fan yeah. experience. Like you just brought that full circle yeah. man, about this whole room is about taking an eclectic artist and enhancing the fan experience and jake i know that you seem very intelligent you seem like you're new to the app um these conversations are always happening tapping in with rated r isabella and the 808 wave um maybe more consistently might give you a little bit more um hope uh for this technology might enhance uh your life and the way you experience uh your digital life as well so great point r i mean literally you nailed that's wild that AOA Wave has become NFT because I remember I was like the first one to bring out there and I haven't been on Clubhouse in months, but it's cool that that's picked up. Um, well, but yeah, bro, it just, uh, it's Avi down there in the audience, man. Thank him, man. Give him a follow. Everybody in the audience, yeah, check him out. Sure. I mean, I was there with Blau and, and uh, Drake Bell and all them and we just kind of got it going. Next thing I know, it took off. But yeah, there's a there's another NFT we're doing. Um, TLC dropped some Funkos, you know, the actual dolls. So you can get the NFT of. So they're making an NFT of the Funkos, but with that, you also get a signed Funko by TLC. That's fire. Wait, like left yeah. eye. Guys, yeah. hi, this is Lady Rocket. I have a little emergency. Can I just impose? I'm normally listening to your. Uh, I'm launching my first uh, clubhouse in about 10 minutes, and I realize I don't know how to log on as a, as a host. Uh, can you help me out? Yeah, of course. Just so you would first go into the hallway. And then there's a feature and there's a button that says start a new room. Then you can edit your topic or if you're a part of a club. I you did. Can maybe... I have my room scheduled. By the way, I'm inviting later all of you. It's uh, about saving animals in Africa using NFTs and satellites and music. So Well, let's DM. Let's DM and let's talk about it. So, so give me a little bit more. So I go to the hallway. Yeah, you go to the hallway and you try to find your, your name and then you log And I just log in from hallway. Yeah. 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 Well, let's just take this off. Um, this isn't, hasn't really pertains to the topic. So uh, yes, let's I just know. I, I, yes. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Right, thank you. Bye. Uh, Paper Chase, I, I had a, a question, or I'm sorry, I don't know if that's uh, how you'd like to be referred to. Um, so you can call me, but, uh, you can call me whatever. I don't care. Okay. Um, uh, so, you know, I, uh, again, I, 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 don't, I hope I'm not sounding too, uh, by nature pessimistic, but maybe you can address. No, dude, concern. debates are great, man. I, I'm here to, I'm here for it, man. I love it. Sweet. Cause it's, it, it's really helpful. Um, it's a really helpful way for me to learn. Cause these are the things that are rolling around in my head. And it's really nice to hear some counter arguments to those things. Well, tap in with Obi, tap in with Andrew, Death Beach. I mean, like everybody in this, Isabelle, of course, and you know, I don't even know why I'm monitor right now, but um these people are literally who i learned from so make sure you tap in with them but continue please uh well uh, just um the uh because like my my concern when i think about that is uh like who who stands to benefit the most from like there being a new kind of money for like all 
all the benefits that there are for the people using it or using these marketplaces, the people that stand to benefit most are the people making the money, right? So, like, I don't know. Could you speak to that a little bit? Um, I'm going to pass it to Isabella because she's a champion, and uh, I think she can handle this question. Okay, sweet. Awesome. So, um, so, and there's also something I wanted to to kind of, like, address earlier for you, Jake, when you were talking about, like, you know, strengthening numbers. So that's why it's important, this whole entire uh, room, you know, it's important to, to make sure that, that you understand. That's also why it's important for artists to grow their fan bases. Because at the end of the day, if you're not focused on growing your fan base, no matter what comes out next, right now it's NFTs, tomorrow it could be whatever it is, you're always going to have the same issue of like strength and numbers. So um, some quick tips to grow your fan base like legitly and like uh, um authentically i can give you that um i can just throw out a couple of few tips so we can stay on the nft topics but no matter yeah. what you guys do always focus on on three things who you are as an artist like what you actually care about what you why you're doing music and how you want to serve your fans think about your ideal fans the people that you're actually going to be serving and think about what they care about what they want and then um third thing is build a community and build a culture that actually cares about the same ideologies so that when you're able to resonate to your fans it doesn't matter if you're selling them nfts or if you're selling them shirts or whatever it is you're selling them they feel heard they feel understood and they feel like they belong part of a culture so as long as you can do that you don't even have to have a hundred thousand followers or fans like you just need a small amount of fans that are highly engaged with you to be able to buy from you so that already kind of like takes away this ideology that you know strength and numbers for nfts because a lot of artists think the same about making an income right driving back to the money side of things a lot of artists think that they need 100k a million followers just to make a, a few hundred bucks um or a few thousand bucks a month as an artist but that's not true as long as you have you know a really loyal fan base and you create offers that benefits that serves them and benefits them they're gonna buy Yep, super fans are what, what works. I mean, I don't know if you guys are familiar with John Bellion. He's got uh, 600,000 fans. Facts, I guess. Not a ton. Personal. Yeah, but John sold 110 shows out in a row. I mean, he's got such a loyal fan base. And it's just like, it proves the point that you don't need 20 million followers. You can have 600,000 fans, boom, and they'll show up every time. The dude that has like a whole cult following, it's insane. Like it's not even a fan. Yeah. He literally has a cult following because it's like the dude don't even have to announce he could release something today and it it, it sells insanely. He doesn't even have to announce it. Like there's people yeah. literally on the edge of their seat waiting for John Bellion to release. Like it's crazy. I was gonna do some work with him and help him sell tickets and he sold his shot in twenty two minutes. I was like, Well, I guess you don't have need my help. With no announcements, bro. Yeah, nothing. He's yeah, got, but he's it's all super fans. He just they just focus on super fans, visionary records. It's the same way with logic, the same thing. You know, they just focus on their super fans. For sure. Those are the people you gotta focus on. And Jake, I don't know if I answered your question. Um I'd like to give a shot answering uh Jake's question. Okay. I'm on the I'm not, I'm on the road, so if you, if you guys if I'm kinda getting out, just let me know and I'll and I'll pop up. But but Jake man, the rich get richer, that's like a law of nature. So don't don't doubt that that applies here, but what's actually happening is that there's there's a whole new uh, technical foundation being laid. There's all this 
innovation happening and every time that something like that happens because of the disruptive nature of it there there's a whole new crop of artists and talents and business people that get the opportunity to do something before everyone else gets on it right and like maybe now you've missed out on the on like the initial wave of the nft so i would say okay don't don't feel bitter about that or anything like obviously the people who are going to benefit the most are the ones that already have a large following if you don't have a large following this isn't going to do very much for you at this point however look at what is the second wave the third wave like what happens as a result of the current disruption of the current changes that are happening keep an eye out for the opportunities that come along with that because now that you're in tune with it sure there'll be a million other people looking for that but you have your own unique viewpoint your own unique talents your history as an artist that you can apply and possibly uh make it work for you i'm obi and i'm done talking hey i'd like to jump in Thank if that's you. cool i'm not sure when this room's ending so i'll try and be quick this is andrew how's everyone doing great room great conference follow a lot of you on stage and i feel like clubhouse has really embraced this community and i wonder what uh nfts and um you know this uh community would be like without clubhouse so that's definitely uh an amazing thing but i mean you know the whole idea of crypto and uh disrupts has been around since since the um the stone age in like creating how we uh trade valued goods and you know even when it comes yeah, to gold and system. silver um so i think we just have to embrace the change it's in our dna as humans to uh you know embrace different technology and be cautious and uh you know the um the fundamentals have always been in the um you know uh currency economy whether it's um you know dollars pounds gold so this is a natural evolution and um you know it's definitely the way that things have to move so we have to embrace but definitely be cautious regarding nfts and fan experience i love hearing everything that you guys have been saying i've heard it being repeated during this conference and i love the whole aspect of um you know, building a community and a fan base through NFTs, not just the one of ones that, you know, no one can afford apart from a couple people, but using NFTs to empower a community and give them unlockable content and making it affordable for your fans by giving them different layers and tiers of NFTs that the super fans can get involved. So I'm a big advocate of trying to figure out how to make NFTs um, affordable for everyone, giving everyone the similar experience and, um, you know, not only being the guy that bought uh, Don Diablo's concert for over a million dollars, but, um, you know, I'm, I, I'm in this space, I'm talking to managers and artists and labels and trying to collaborate with, with a lot of people. And that's the direction that I'm trying to go in. Um, it's just really making it available Andrew, for everyone. Andrew, I asking you for advances, you. Uh, like dealing with the... So I've dealt with a lot of artists, um, I, mean, I mean, even Snoop Dogg. And are they asking you for advances? I mean, me personally, being an advisor, I'm really just transitioning into this um, space. So, you know, um, I'm sure there's a lot of agencies that are getting advances and, 
you know a piece of the pie i'm just doing it for love and passion at the moment but that's just me um yeah, you know understand. personally but i we will got, be we got like samuel jackson uh tracy mcgrady Deion sanders uh rick ross is going to do a tour of the uh trap museum so that's going to be an nft but that's also going to be like a fan experience like uh, paper chase was talking about so i think that's going to be something that's going to be really cool like you know, getting two chains to give you a trap house experience. Um, yeah. These kind of things. I love are, that, are you really... know, I love that celebs and, you know, the superstars are jumping on board. I just like the fact that, you know, I hope that they make certain activations available for their whole fan base and community and not just the ones that can afford, uh, you know, to invest you know, five hundred thousands of dollars, whatever it is. But, yeah, the um, TLC one's going to be cheap. I mean, it's not going to be, yeah. you know, be a hundred bucks probably. I mean, uh, American Gods, the one we sold, was anywhere from fifty to a hundred bucks, and they made about hundred fifty thousand off those. So, I really amazing. Thank you. I'm done. I really appreciate everybody uh, addressing uh, my my questions and my concerns and and. Uh, just general direction with things. I'm very interested in the technology because I, uh, the world I come from is making like one-off crazy concert experiences. And, and I really like the, I think it's really beautiful. The idea of something only happening one time or only happening in some limited way and, and not just being an infinitely reproducible, uh, event. So the technology is really, uh, is really interesting to me. And, and yeah, I appreciate everybody's uh, address from my concerns and, and openness to, uh, to answering my questions. Uh, thanks everybody. Hey, I had a question real quick. Um, my name is Love, I'm a music artist. Uh, I've worked with Def Beats on music stuff and uh, got information from him and just been listening and things like that. But um, I'm really into the NFT shit um definitely want to um embark on that journey as well but i wanted to get your guys's take on nfts in the virtual reality world because my brother is real big in there has uh, has created a dope area for i mean he has other people in vr that come and meet up when this dude's fucking spot it's like ridiculous it's he his spot is like out in space somewhere or some shit like that but he has like people that come through and all this type of stuff and i was thinking about creating a space like that but then being putting my nfts in that world as well you know what i mean just another way for people to come in just to attack other people that are already you know, in this type of thing. I just wanted to know what you love. Did you ever, you ever heard of, um, Decentraland, bro? Yes. Def put me on to that. And that's, I've been looking into getting into that too. Cause I, I just, I think that it's just freaking bonkers to be able to have a place that people are virtual, virtually can't go. Yeah, all and you can dive them in right there. Now. So, Hmm? Yeah, facts. All this we was gonna say all the spaces do that. So like the decentraland was just like one example. There's like five other spaces that's like that. Yeah, um, Alt Space Alt by Microsoft is like I know a company that's raising you know millions and they're building you know exactly. jazz rooms and they're building. Uh, and the crazy thing about it, that's the dope. crazier thing about it is the fact of like now there's virtual real estate. So it's like I could buy oh, a yeah. piece of that People land. Are, 
Yeah, so I, I really that's, what I, I, that's what I want. I just bought virtual land. So, like, you could buy the virtual land now, right? So, yeah. I'm just chilling on my virtual land, just like in real life. You chill on your real land, right? <laughs> so, then like you just wait. Life. Yeah, exactly. And you just wait for a company. Because now what's happening also in Decentraland and in all these other um, virtual reality worlds, big, huge companies such as, like, Target, Walmart, and stuff like that, they're trying to buy these lands also or buying these lands from the from the sellers to then put their own virtual concept store in these worlds so it's like you could walk into a virtual walmart and pick out items and these items that you pick out or choose whatever are nfts also and you buy those 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 items and those items come back to you in real life in your household so you can literally don't have to leave your house you can literally shop in this virtual world and then get the items back in your household like the world is is changing in front of our eyes and is literally using nft as the gateway See, that's what I'm on. That's, that's crazy. That's where my mind was going when I, uh, I was, cause I had put, I just went to go visit him, right? And I go and I put the, uh, I put the headset on. He's like, "Yo, put this on," cause I, I've done it before. I've, and you know, it was mind blowing or whatever. But I go in. And he's all like, "Let me show you my spot." So I'm like, "What you talking about your spot, bro? What you mean?" And he's all like, this is my spot. Like, you can have people come over. They, uh, you can go to other people's spots and stuff. So I'm sitting in there. I got this headset on. I'm walking around. I'm tripping balls right now. I'm not. I just smoked a blunt. I'm looking around, and I'm like, yo, what the hell is going on? I'm like, how did you do all of this? And I'm like, dude, you could. this is like, you need this in real life. Like, what? And then he's telling me, because he's into NFTs, too, because my brother, he's already cre creating his own and stuff. He's all sitting there telling me, he's like, bro, you can put your NFTs on the wall. Like, and you can have, and you can, people can buy your stuff. And I'm like, yo. And then it just made me get so many ideas. Like, bro, you could, what about hosting a virtual reality concert or some shit like that? Oh, yeah. Having an they did it too. They, they're already doing it, bro. Like, that's what I'm saying. He was telling me he's Deeps been already doing, doing that, shit. So. so I'm trying to jump in. I just wanted to know what y'all's take was on that. Like, if y'all thought, felt yeah. bro, like dive head in first, bro. Dive straight in. Like, go crazy. Like, <laughs> but honestly, like, yeah. look, look, like, gain more information on i'm not gonna say like go crazy and go dive in i'm definitely saying do it bro like don't hesitate definitely do it do it now but definitely grab more information and create a team bro you need like a, a team behind you besides the fact of like for me like your brother seems super educated and well like known for everything so use your use him and then a couple other people and then create that team for you to push um that stuff because you could literally um the land that yeah, i was telling you some ads. yeah run some ads also like the real estate stuff that i was telling you that's literally nfts also like you go into open sea or you go into stuff like that they're literally selling these 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 um things on these um what's it called real estate on on as nfts on open sea and other platforms okay babe, man. thank I'm you for that oasis i know they're buying i know they're gonna buy like a shit ton of, of land they're already like you know got like two million allotted for it so it's a real thing well, if there's any artists, digital artists, or anybody in here that that's more into that, um, I'm totally down to collab with people, work with people, uh, brainstorm and shit like that. So my handle and everything like that is on my profile. Feel free to follow me. I'm down to chop it up with whoever. Uh, but yeah, I'm done talking. I'm love. Thank you for your time. No problem, love. And also, like, um, yes, for like bro. any future collabs, also, like. Um, everyone feel free and please do um, to, to follow the 808 ways. We have these rooms all the time. So there's always graphic designers and music artists in here. I already collabed with like a few graphic designers that I met through like just being in the room and just talking and like just, just meeting people. So this is a great space also to just to 
get to know people and start doing collabs. I, hey guys, I just wanted to bring. A point I just we realized we're in an AO8 wave. I don't even know we're in here. Hey guys, John. Uh, I'm more on the um, artist manager side, and that's the uh, more of the music artist manager side to handle marketing. And you know, we were talking about you know the, how you know this really is about the experience and the fan club. That's what I'm excited about NFTs is is the utility and what we really can build around what we can offer fans. You know, I'd love everybody's thoughts though on I have a lot of artists that have fan bases, large fan bases that are not in the crypto yet. You know, they're not in the NFT space yet. You know, I'd love everybody's thoughts on are we pulling people in? Are we, you know, do we want to let, you know, do we not focus on those yet? Uh, what, what's our yeah. thoughts? And, and John, so I worked with uh, Yachty, Little Yachty, and uh, brought him in. Um, and we did a, a star token, um, which is basically yeah. like, you know, a token for, for a celebrity. And the experience that someone got was a FaceTime with Yachty for like an hour. Um, and he made 375,000 plus they sold like a little like NFT design for like 16 grand, but the guy wanted to, you know, have a conversation for his podcast. Yeah. That's so the most exciting. It. That's the most exciting thing I feel about NFTs in the, in the art music artist space is these experiences. I mean, it's what artists have been doing is monetizing what, you know, the access to them. So I totally hear that. Mm -hmm. But again, but little, Yachty, more... little Yachty's in the zone. Like I have. I have old artists that I have classic rock artists that are have a great name, but again, is yeah, the whole fan base perfect. there? And so, or does I got it matter? you right now. Please appreciate. You know, I got. I, it, it it doesn't yeah. matter. But at the same time, this is how like all right. So I'll, I'll break it down to. Stuff. I also so want to like, be respectful so, to the scene too. Like I also don't want to shove my you know whatever. Yeah, no. So what I was gonna say is like pretty much um what I what I did to like my artists because I'm an artist manager also. So like um one artist that I did was the fact of like I create I had my own NFTs. So I gifted him an NFT. So it's I literally told him like yo, I explained, I educated him what on what NFT is. You feel me? Grabbed him a little bit into it. He was still a little skeptical, just like how everybody gets whatever is either you're you're super into it or you're just a little skeptical, but you're still interested. And um, I literally gifted him an NFT. I told him I was like, yo, bro, I made my own NFTs. I'm gonna gift you one, so you're gonna have to make an account. He's like, what? I'm like, yeah, you have to make an account so I can gift you this NFT. You want an NFT, bro? Like, let me give you one. I just you just need to make an account. So I sat with him, literally created an open sea for me like, account with him. Um, he already had a Coinbase, so that wasn't really nothing crazy. So he already had some Ethereum and stuff like that. So and I just explained more on the MetaMask and everything like that, and just built from there. I literally sat with him and built it. But as I was doing it, he was understanding more, and it was just the excitement of the fact of like, oh snap! Like my manager's giving me a free NFT, or like I'm gonna have my own NFT. So like you could approach it like that. So that's how I usually they're, approach with my they're artists. They're into it. They're into it. I just again want to be respectful to the scene. I want to be again. I want to. That's why I'm here. I want to know more about what is the scene. For well, yeah. MC, I'm gonna just say MC Hammer too, bro. Like MC Hammer be joining our rooms in the 808 waves and like and then these other NFTs. Yeah, MC Hammer loves this stuff, bro. Yeah, he's jumping. He literally educated himself. I remember for like, bro, for like two weeks straight or like three weeks straight, he was just in our rooms, quiet, like quiet, just listening. He was a student. And then by the third week, he was already like, he known all the information, he already known how to like push it, just push everything that he wanted to do. And now he's creating his own NFT. If not, he already did create his own NFT. But like, that's, that's when it comes to these old artists too, um, older artists that has like a, a fan base back in the day, like they said, they're what they're doing with John Lennon. It's like a perfect space for like, 
like these old artists to come back alive in the industry or come back and bring their experience back because there's there's so many fans that still want to hear them or still want to like interact with them but it's like you're i'm not gonna say you're old now but it's like you're, you're just chilling now you're relaxing you're not really doing much so how can i interact with you how can i get the experience with you nfts Come on, I would say don't worry, don't worry, don't worry about the uh, the scene too much. We're we're in such uh, infancy of this scene that if you come in with a you know with a big artist and you guys get creative, think out of the box. Try not to just follow exactly what other people are doing in the scene already. I mean, there's Absolutely. so much room for innovation that you know you you can help create this scene. We're still in our infancy, and you know don't worry too much about. I'd love to add to that, um, if I may, Obi, um, which I agree with entirely. I think there's this space currently where everybody's like NFTs. It's like art and experiences. And how do I fit? You know, how do I fit into this NFT space is something I'm hearing from a lot of artists. Whereas I think there's a point that gets a little bit missed there, which is NFTs are amazing they're here to stay it's you know the blockchain is enabling us to store information virtually permanently and it basically opens a lot of doors to notarize so many things whether it's land pdfs excel sheets art music etc and so when it comes to artists what i think is super important is i second what obi says about the scene it's not really about the scene you know nfts isn't like now there's a scene we got to play into i think what's super important is for every artist to go my scene is my community with my fans and so whatever nft i'm going to create is about what my fans love about me, how my fans connect with me, how I can bring value to them through me, through potentially a new medium, right, NFTs. And so the thought is, okay, well, if, if let's say older artists are like, ah, it feels too techy and I don't know how to get involved with it and it's kind of weird and it's, it's sucky and, and I feel like I don't know what to do, I would then say, okay, cool, so what is it that the artists do naturally that, is true to them and their community and how is it that they can keep doing that naturally but simply funnel it into an nft form so i say this too because i'm a guitarist i mean i'm a producer songwriter entrepreneur and um i do all sorts of things i write and produce for myself i tour i write and produce for movies others and i've been building some stuff on the blockchain and what's interesting is seeing that i was like okay i'm gonna just put an nft out there I had some ideas and was posting about it a few months ago and I was like, no one's going to buy it because none of my fans, for example, were in crypto at the time and you couldn't Google NFT and find anything out. So I was like, okay, what am I going to do? So I started talking a little bit more about crypto, seeing who of my fans were around, how many were into crypto. And then what I did was I dropped something that was intrinsically true to me. I ironically, and I was stoked to do it, but dropped the first ever guitar solo NFT minted and sold on the blockchain. So I was like, oh, that's fun. But what was cool was it sold immediately or within a few hours and I was stoked for like an ETH. I was like, fuck, okay, let's go. But I think the reason that happened is because that's what people knew me for. That's what my fans follow me for. That's already what my community is here for so then adding value where someone can then go oh cool it's like i got her first piece on the blockchain still part of my community still part of what i do still true to me and just allows fans to see an upside i'm sorry i talked for ages i'm actually speaking tonight at 6 p.m in this conference so forgive the long-windedness but um yeah i just wanted to add to all those awesome points you guys were making 
That's awesome, Chuck. Yeah, and I want to chip in right, right here. Like, remember that those NFT, non-fungible tokens, in the historical context is like HTTP or HTML, Hypertext Transfer Protocol, uh, Hypertext Markup Language. Do you know what that means? Most people do not know what that means, but those are the fundamental technologies that 20, 25 years ago transformed all of social life as we know it because it was the foundation of the Internet. And we that were there, you know, at the time of that social disruption and learned those technologies, we were well aware of what HTTP and HTML meant, and we used that to create websites and things that were authentic to us. And even though people at the time were like, oh, you got to learn HTML. Your little kid has to learn HTML. Your grandma needs to learn HTML. At that time, it was something that people knew. But right now, it's an afterthought, right? It doesn't have anything to do with what you create on the web. I think we're in a similar infancy stage. And that's why I say don't worry about the scene. Just be authentic and look at the technology for what it enables. And then go after creating something that, like Tatiana said, is unique to what you have to offer. Obi, I'm not Obi, are you on a headset? Sorry, I'm in the car, so I'm, I'm just going to mostly stay out of the conversation because I know it, it doesn't sound. So does anyone else have any questions? Hey, I don't know if I can jump in. It's Kevin here in the blue shirt and the blue circle around me. Um... Yeah, just just quickly, I, I just find it quite interesting because um, so I run a company called Fan Circles, and we build individual um, artist apps, which you'll find on the app store. So you can go in there and find the UB40 app. You can find uh, the Nothing But Thieves app, the uh, the Paloma Faith app, the Robbie Williams app, um, the um, uh, various different artists and uh, one, one particular interesting one i think from the u.s would be um i guess the newsboys so we work with all these companies or all these bands to build or to bring their fan bases from all of the social platforms into their own social platform and we're generating about a million dollars per ten thousand fans and the basis of what we're building really is the the um, the ability to 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 gather your fans into a community, which then allows you to sell stuff to them. So, which can and could include um, NFTs in there, which I think is quite fascinating because it's always the big super fans that uh, are interested in that kind of products and the people that buy merch for example we work, we work with 10th street i'd love to speak to you john by the way uh we work with 10th street with a number of their their artists over there and um i see where we're going with it and i think that it's clear now that we can offer individual merch items that are nfts and we're just kind of plugging everything together to make this um this work because i think it is a great concept and i think it does work really well but it only to me it's that there's 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 a much greater number of fans that will buy into a fan platform um than the number of people that will buy nfts they're the real real sort of uber super fans or just people interested in crypto i, I agree with you kevin the only issue is is the fact of now 
um, they have to be your fan already, right? So, like, for them to be, like, your super fan or join, like, your app or whatever it is, they have to already be your fan. When it comes to the NFT space, it's like you're gaining fans and you're gaining fans into super fans. Well, what you were saying was more the fact of, like, just having your fans already and then making them into super fans or just having your super fans jump from one platform to another. With NFTs, is we're, we're reaching out to people that don't even know you, too, also. So, it's... um. Now, since you're on this platform of OpenSea or, or Rarible, whatever it is, and then you have an attractable, say, NFT, whatever that image is, or the video or GIF or whatever it is, now someone that hasn't even heard you or, or never even seen you or whatever it is, they're going to click on this NFT and then see it and be like, wow, this is amazing NFT. Click play and then there's going to be a song in the background or there's going to be whatever it is, like a character of, of some sort. And then you read in description and you pretty much get interested in that. And then now you're a fan of this person that's selling this NFT, not knowing that, that that's a that's music moment. artist. Then cool. now you follow him on Instagram and now you're a whole fan. You feel me? So like, it's like you should do both. It's it, it, we're, we're, I, I, I love what you were saying, too. So like, but in, in, in my concept, it's the fact of why can't you do both? Why can't you have that app and then also have the NFTs also at the same time? So now while you're grabbing people of this NFT world, then you could just start moving them into the social to your own social media app now on your own social media app the only way that certain people could grab certain nfts is through the social media app or vice versa the only way you could go into the social media app where you get to know me and get to know me personally is if you buy the nft you could literally combine it so so it's like it's just another way of like grabbing fans and grabbing people and gaining another experience because like yeah go so no, yeah, I'm with you completely. It's really interesting. We 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 run the uh, the Boy George app, and obviously he's also had uh, a few NFT um, pictures with with audio. In fact, the audio is illegal because he doesn't own his own tracks, so it's owned by Primary Wave, uh, which makes it fascinatingly interesting. Uh, but the picture behind it as well, uh, we've used the uh, his. Uh, the, the app that we built for him, uh, which is on the App Store, like I said, to, to promote to the fans what NFTs are, for a start, because there's not many 55 to 60-year-old people that uh, know what NFTs are, which are your typical sort of Boy George fan. Um, so it's an educational piece. Tell them how it all works, and then you sort of draw them in. So we've we've really helped increase the price of those those. Um, uh, boy George and NFTs for over the last couple of weeks because we've reached the fans that are fans already. And yeah, you're right, absolutely. You know, you have to have fans in order for that work. I, 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 I in reverse, I'm not sure if somebody buying an NFT becomes a fan just because they bought an NFT. Um, it seems more like the art collector world, uh, the NFT world, uh, whereas you purchase it because you've got a lot of crypto or you've got a lot of cash and uh, it sits on the books and you kind of just collect it so i think it's a collectible in the same way as memorabilia is but um it's a, yeah. uh, so just to add on what you were saying so like it is a collectible but then how like they jump onto like the music artist wave is like say for instance um you have an artist right and i'm a graphic designer i'm a well-known graphic designer everybody knows me um and then my close friend or someone that i just like tune into and listen to music sometimes i want to collab with them i want to make an nft with him so now we literally make an nft together i'm doing the graphic designing and everything like that and then when it's released and people are buying this NFT, just like the Snoop Dogg NFT. Um, it's like a diamond joint. You you clicked on the diamond joint, and then like it's yeah. the diamond, like whatever, and it plays his song in the background. I'm sure like there's people that 
everybody knows Snoop Dogg, but let's say, for instance, that wasn't really Snoop Dogg. You're going to click the, the diamond join. You're going to hear a song. It's Now it's your opinion on the fact of do you like the song or do you not like the song? You get to choose. So, like, some people are going to like the song, and people that buy the NFT are going to, like, jump onto that artist's wave or jump onto the artist's Instagram or whatever it is because they're like, you know what? The song is really good. I love the song that's on my NFT. Like, who is this? I want to really know who is this. Click, click, and then boom, now they're a fan of your music. So that's just like another way of outlet of how like even collabs in the NFT world would help out um, with just, like independent artists or like unknown artists. Even producers at that because that's what I've been doing with my instrumentals. Um, I would literally put instrumentals onto my NFTs and then... Um, the uh, in my nfts they look like abstract art so like you click on it and you're not going to even know it's like a hip-hop instrumental or like some sort of sad r&b instrumental that's in the background until you actually click it then you see the image move and then you're going to hear the instrumental and you're like oh my god this is pretty cool and then people are pretty much going to start looking more into me and start noticing like okay wow this so this guy's a producer also oh he's a manager oh he has artists blah, blah. and it just leads on from there it's like a funnel yeah, that is fantastic. I, I've seen you. I've seen the uh, pieces as well that you've got on there. So yeah, I think it's really good. I, I, I guess. I guess all I'm saying is there's a massive disconnect between this mass collection of millions of people on social platforms, uh, where everybody's trying to get these enormous amounts of people that are an unfeasibly large amount of fans that clearly don't make sense. I mean, look at Taylor Swift's got 76 million people following her on 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 Facebook nobody's got 76 million fans um but the point is i guess you've got on one hand you've got the kind of you know the one fan bring the one by one into a, into somewhere and then also this other crazy idea which is we can build a f massive social following that means something you know the nft thing means something to people yeah. uh the mass following yeah. on instagram doesn't mean a thing exactly you know what i've been doing too lately like there's something i didn't even like comment on the fact that what i'm so like um so since i've been promoting like my nfts or like my artist nft what i would do also is like in between those i'll post something that's on the nft page on instagram so like i'll say wwe undertaker is dropping his own nft that builds so much curiosity and in the instagram world just any social media world they're like what in the world undertaker wwe he's making nft what the hell's an nft now i don't i didn't only do it with him i try to touch on all aspects i did a repost on tom brady tom brady's making an nft platform called autograph i repost that tom brady's always ahead of the game and everyone's like what do you mean what tom brady ahead of the game what is this he making an nft platform what, what why why is he what is an nft the next repost i do is uh let's say like the world star hip-hop chain sold over for two hundred and forty-seven thousand dollars. how did a world star hip-hop chain nft sell for but you build curiosity by doing these repos and these successful so it's like let's use these guys yeah these 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 rich people and these known people and popular people are coming into the space and then they're selling way faster than us obviously because they have a bigger better following we're trying to get there but let's why not use their success story or the their what they're doing and then help us in, in a matter of like anyway like so i did the whole jake paul thing i posted jake paul how he um knocked out nate robinson he wants to sell that as an nft i'm like shaking my head this is not something i could do as an nft but <laughs> check out mine and then people would literally message me like oh my god like how do you buy it what is the nft and then i literally just start give them a brief explanation and educate them on it and then be like yo check out my nft and then i just send it to them and is now it's their choice they could just
just view it. You can like it, whatever. I don't. You don't have to buy it as long as you're viewing, you're educated on it, and you're you're willing to jump into the space. And now we're building a community, a bigger community. That's that's the the whole point in my eyes. It's brilliant. It's it's brilliant. No, I'm I just think, just I, I just one last thing, and I'll shut up. Uh, but I just think it's great that people have now finally gone Spotify and streaming platforms are just a waste of time, and actually looking at new ways to do things because you know that whole system's broken. It's the last decade. It's not going to go anywhere. Streaming is uh, caters for the ninety nine percent of people that just listen to radio. Um, the numbers have all got mixed up. Nobody knows what it all means anymore. But you know that one percent of people that are music fans. You know they're the people that will go for the NFTs, the merch, the super fan status. They're the people we should all be con concentrating on because they're always the people that are going to go to the gig, buy the t shirt, buy the album, whatever it might be. And I think you know I think. In a world of sort of collecting millions of people that are part, not really fans, they're just followers. Uh, it's just really refreshing. So thank you for that. Hey, thank you, Kevin. I appreciate you. Hey, uh, this is, I figured this is a good time to interject. Um, Paper Chase up here at the top. I want to thank you guys again, um, R and Isabella, for holding such a wonderful space. Uh, reset the room real quick. This is the 808 Wave on Paper Chase. Uh, you are, you are now in the first nft conference ever and it's held exclusively on clubhouse i want to thank everybody again for allowing me to participate i'm in production today so uh, i've been in production like three weeks so i'm starting to make loops and kind of get back to what i do so i am signing off for now and i just want to appreciate um the great conversation and, and the challenge of the debate and i definitely grew today so thank everyone so much and uh, if you guys need anything please hit me up i'm i'm I hit guys up i got there's an nft conference on tuesday um that's doing like like nba top shop but it's doing it with like musicians uh athletes everything like, yeah. well please dm me man please dm all of us i mean we're all curious we're i mean yeah. we're all here for a reason we're they, looking they to make money off that i mean if you know people you just bring them on you get 70 percent. i mean i can i can hook it up here's the thing i'm starting to feel like someone you know like i i feel like me not recording not playing my piano and, and making music is like kind of taken away. So I love sitting around here and talking about all these wonderful things. I mean, Isabella is like the most knowledgeable person I've ever met on the internet period. Uh, so, uh, and ours just incredibly um, talented individual as well. So I just don't want to, I just don't want to waste any more time as far as just, I haven't been in production in a while. So I'm just like trying to stick to it, but thank you guys so much. And this space means so much to me. Uh, also shouts to death beach. Uh, he's super dope. Um, and all the other people that I didn't get a chance to hear speak, but I hope that um, I can connect with you all soon and uh, just signing off for now. Thanks, Paper Chase. Thanks, Paper Chase. Yeah, I'll be I see you, you messaged me. I'm going to message you back right now. I got you. But I appreciate you, Paper Chase. Thank you. Appreciate it. Well, right, uh, there's a lot of stuff that, like, uh, this company, Oasis, this digital Oasis company that I've been starting to work with. Um, really creative ideas where they take they, they take you know an artist and they they create these um ar kind of experiences um but also can create like you know real life experiences like i was telling you like rick ross giving a tour of you know the uh the trap museum so there's a couple of cool ways to do it um but really really dope stuff that's coming out you know in the next couple of weeks and you know if you got some people that are pretty big, I can probably put you on the list and, and get you up there. There's going to be about 500 people at this conference, too. I got you, for sure, for sure. I'm, I'm going to message you off, off, um, off of Clubhouse, and we'll talk more about it.
also, um, I just I see we have Death Beach and Johnny here. Um, welcome, guys. So I'm actually curious to hear a little bit of Death Beach's opinion on the whole topic of the room of like NFTs and like enhancing the fan experience. I know he's like super knowledgeable about the topic as well. Thanks, but be- right before you do that, Death Beach, I've seen Ali been trying to talk for a minute. I don't know if she has a question. So right before you you, you. comment on that, please, Ali, um, ask. Thanks. I actually have some input on um, expanding on the uh, fan experience, but not so much on the aesthetics. But I was just informed. Um, I was contacted by a CEO, and, and it's yet to be confirmed on my end, but it sounds really revolutionary. They've created technology that allows you to wrap legal agreements to your NFTs. So that would solve plethora of problems where you have royalties or you want licensing and you just want to ensure that it's being signed off and not lost in in one space that's centralized and and you're operating in decentralized. So, um, Are you talking more on like smart contracts? Is that what you're talking about? So a smart contract is not an actual contract, right? <clears throat> but exactly. we're it's not. About- it's not smart, and it's not a contract. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's false. To, it's a deceitful title. But you know, you have to, as a, as a creator, you obviously have to protect your rights um, as far as copyright, or if you want to license off some of your rights or royalties or anything that you're wanting to tie in for a sort of legal agreement. I'm not promoting any specific type of law. I'm just saying there's technology now that allows you to actually tie the legal agreement to the NFT, to the smart contract, which again is just mind blowing. That that really changes things up. So um, I'm gonna I'm in touch with this with this woman, and um, I think I'm gonna hold a room at some point just to kind of talk more into it and when it's going to. Um, I think it's in the beta phase, but that would really change things up for creators as far as protecting your rights and ensuring that um, agreements are honored from future uh, users and buyers. May I um, add to that, Ali? I think that's awesome. It sounds fucking fantastic, and I would love to be in that room whenever you do host it. And um, I was in the room last night with Zach Burks from Mintable, and what was cool was it seems like Mintable may already have that capability to attach um, anything, like a document or a file, to an NFT that you're minting. I want to double-check that, but um, I guess for anyone who's listening and curious on that particular subject too, I think that's really cool. And again, I know... A lot of people have been talking about how do I protect it and how do we, even my lawyer friends are scrambling to figure out NFTs. So I love that solution. Um, and I would check out Mintable too and see that they're... Um, yeah, that, that's amazing if Mintable's doing it. I mean, it's it's hard mm. to actually do it to, you know, the actual smart contract because Ethereum, that it would just it would run so slow. So I think this particular company is, you know, bouncing it off to another digital platform, but... I, again, I don't know the specifics. I just heard about it. I'm super psyched about it as an attorney. And then obviously for, for this new platform, for this new experience, um, would be really exciting news. So also check have out. You guys ever heard of, have you guys heard of Pinata? Yeah. No. Yeah, I'm on Pinata. Yeah. So no, that's what I was going to say. That's, that's what I've been using. So like um, for like whenever I put instrumentals onto my NFTs and I want to add my lease or like my exclusive contract, whatever it is. Um, I add it to like, I put it into a zip file, then I add it into Pinata, um, Pinata.cloud. And then from the Pinata, uh, it literally gives me like uh, a IPFS um, CID. 
And then from there, I copy that code into the NMT on the bottom as an unlockable. So then now when you click the unlockable yeah. on the code, and then it, it literally gives you the zip file, which then has my um, lease um, agreement or my exclusive agreement with the instrumental that's in it also. So like it's it's a long process. It's an annoying process. So maybe that's the reason why Mintable is making it more easier so we don't have to go to these third-party companies and stuff like that. And what you were saying, Ali, is amazing. Uh, hopefully that comes in faster. But yeah, I've been using Pinata personally. So here's my question. That that sounds really cool. I didn't know about it, but with Pinata, um, does it require that the 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 buyer, the user for the NFT, um, unzip and and agree to that lease before they have access to the NFT? So order really makes a difference, right? Legally speaking, so they're ensuring that they're agreeing to that right before they actually have access to the NFT. Do you know if that? Is the case or does it do it secondary? I think I'm, I'm be honest with you, I'm, I'm almost like 90 to 80% sure that it's secondary, that it's like it'll pop up as an unlockable once you purchase the um the NFT. But what I've been seeing also on OpenSea, what people would do is they'll give partial of the agreement under the, the description and let them know that like, okay, this is what you're about to buy. When you buy this NFT, there will be an agreement here, blah, 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 blah. So they try to fit in the description, but it's very like, I'm not going to say unorganized, it's just all over the place. So like like what you were saying before, it'll, it'll be great to even have that. Yeah, see, just even disclosing it, that's more of a notice. That doesn't contractually um, obligate anybody. So it, it really is important, the order in which it's created. You know, ideally you want um, for it to be the, the contract first and then the access to the NFT. So anyway, thanks so much. I didn't know about that. And Tatiana, I'm, I'm definitely going to look into that. Just thought I'd share that information with you guys. Thanks. And please do keep me posted on, on that room. I just followed you on Instagram uh, and, and was super sad to see that FinTech Law hasn't posted anything yet. So please do. <laughs> I will. I will. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll hold that room probably next week. I'm in contact with the CEO right now. So anybody cool, yeah, else interested, I will. Thanks. I definitely followed you, so just so I could keep up on the story and everything like that. But I appreciate you, Ali. Thank you, and thank you for um, tuning in. Also, Tatiana, um, Death, talk to us, man. Talk to us. <laughs> yeah, what's going on, everybody? Um, yeah. So, uh, as far as like fan experience uh, with the NFT, um, something we were talking about earlier with like authentic authentication um, is eventually we're going to have like digital IDs and they can potentially be related to our artist name. And whenever we create our NFT you know, we, we sign it with our wallet. Uh, so we'll be signing it with our name uh, so that they know that it is indeed created by us. Um, and even beyond that, uh, the NFT can be used to get access to, uh, you know, a specific website or to a specific chat group um, or to anything like that. Uh, and I feel like that's something, uh, you know, as far as creating your own world that you're going to be bringing fans into, um, you can use NFTs for access to that world yeah so like let's we'll go back to like well i don't know where did he go oh wait kevin like kevin perfect what kevin was saying on how like the experience of pretty much of how we could package everything for a super fan but um we can make like an nft and then have all the the everything that you need for a super van inside that nft so you could have their own personal telegram where they could personally message you and then they could have their own 
um, exclusive videos um, that is sent to them on this Discord, this exclusive artist Discord that you guys are, are that you're providing for them, which also includes uh, a video of affirmations of just saying how happy they are to even for you to even buy the NFT, and then it also includes a live performance at the end. Like, so it's like you could just package everything together. So, like I was saying before, I, I would love for everyone to see NFT as just like another way, another platform that's gonna pretty much be an entry level for artists music artists to to touch base with other fans but also other companies um such as like um even like walmart and mcdonald's and all these other places and stuff like that they're they're literally hitting up music artists hitting up um graphic designers just to build up to these nfts because they could start um jumping in this world taco bell released their nft i think like last month and it was like a taco but the digital artist that made it he was an unknown kid and now he's super known in the NFT world because of the fact that he created um, and minted, if I'm not mistaken. I think he was the one who originally minted it. And then he gave, he gifted it to a Taco Bell um, server, rare, rareable server, whatever. And then from there, they were able to sell it. So then he was still able to get the royalties from off the resale, which is crazy, by the way. But um, yeah, like the, he now he's a known graphic designer just because of the collab. So it's, it's just a great space for everybody to get known. And if there's any other questions, feel free to raise your hand. We'll bring you on board. And if there's anyone um, that's on board right now that would like to give more input or comments on anything, feel free to do so. Yeah, I just wanted to chime in. Thanks, uh, Isabella, for inviting me. And Ali, I'd love to connect with you as well and talk to you on it um, because company that I'm working on is somewhat similar to what you were just talking about um and then it just also revolves around musician stems so I sent you a message on Instagram but um yeah I would love to talk further on that thanks yeah I just um followed you back Kristen so yeah I'd love to discuss yeah for sure um I'm gonna check you out Kristen but I did I do have to dip and I wanted to just say something about what Paper Chase said when he dipped he jumped out and said you know all of this stuff um, can kind of take away from him feeling like a musician. And I did want to say, I'm about to dip and go uh, finish a track. But there's a, you know, for musicians, it's a really wonderful world, NFTs for independent musicians. And I think there's been a lot of managers in the room talking about getting their artists involved. And what I think, um, I'm going to be speaking tonight at 6pm in this conference. And then I've got a few announcements, a few NFT drops coming up. Um, feel free to check me out, Tatiana De Maria, etc. Not to pimp it, but just to say, I'm going to go deeper in the subject of independent artists and more so valuing time and being able to, you know, our art has been reduced so much in value to posting and being content creators instead of actually creating songs. You know, it's post 30 seconds of this, post 30 seconds of that. So one thing I would love to touch on is, is just that, being able to create an infrastructure using NFTs to monetize. There are many ways to monetize, but currently NFTs are a really wonderful avenue for independent artists to be able to, if they have the right setup and decent teams, be able to or even do it themselves, but monetize and create that extra time and that extra room to be able to go create and sink back into the art. That's something as a byproduct of this I'm super excited about. So I'm going to hop off now. I'll be back in the conference at six to speak, but thank you so much to the 808 Wave for hosting. It's been so cool. Thank you for letting me hop in and speak today. Ali, been lovely to connect and Kristen, and um, I'll see you guys later, but have a good one. And thanks again to everybody. Have a good one.
Thanks, Thank Tatiana. I'll check. Yeah, cool. I'll definitely check your room later. Kristen, thanks. good to see you in here. <laughs> yeah, thanks. I've been listening all weekend. This is wild. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Cool. So just to quickly reset the room, um, you know, if you guys were pretty much just chatting about the NFT experience and the fan experience uh, with NFTs, if you guys have any questions, just raise your hand. We'll bring you up. And if you're enjoying this conversation, just go ahead and hit the greenhouse at the top to join the 808 Wave Club. Um, so, yeah, whoever wants to add anything else or has a question, just feel free to chime in now. Uh, hey, I had uh, something to just ask real quick, I guess. Yeah, lethal. Um, yeah, so I was just wondering, like, with uh, all this, like, digital digitalization of artists becoming more prevalent, um, I wonder if there's just going to be a loss of focus on that live aspect, live connection uh, with it coming up. Not necessarily that I believe that that is what NFTs or um, this kind of thing will do to um, live artists, but it's just a thought that I had. Uh, because especially when, um, you know, I, I think NFTs, while they are create, it's, they're just not as accessible to the general, the world public right now, right? Your global audience, if you have a fan base in other parts of the world that may be uh, poor or may not have is high speed internet where they're doing stuff like this. Uh, so that like, that kind of live aspect of like focusing more on presenting yourself in the real world rather than digitally. I just wonder if it's gonna switch, I guess. So sadly, because I love your point, it's because there's a lot of like everyone else in the world that's not digitally updated, um, that doesn't even have a screen in front of their face. Um, obviously they won't be able to just like in streaming service or anything like that they just can't jump into the digital world but when it comes to the physical aspect of um nfts um i know down in i think it was miami i'm not sure exactly where but they have like uh art gallery that was literally nft straight nft so it was like a bunch of physical tvs little um screens and it was just like a uh, NFT art gallery and um, over here in New York they're doing that currently also and then I'm in the works because I own like two event space so I'm in the works with working someone also to then having like an NFT gallery and have everyone showcase their NFTs onto the, like these digital screens and stuff like that um, over here in New York also every Thursday there used to be like art galleries on the west side um, that you could always walk into for free and stuff like that so they're gonna open that up but then um, I know some of those art galleries also are owned by Mark Cuban and all these other people that's been jumping into the NFT space. So I, all ideas are not original. So I'm pretty sure my idea of like even collabing and working with someone else to then create this whole NFT gallery, I'm sure Mark Cuban is already on it. He already did this. Like yeah, he's that, he's that, uh, <laughs> that, you know, the ad on Twitter at NFT, that's Mark Cuban. Yeah, exactly. So like, he's, he's already on it. So he, they're already going to have that whole physical aspect. And I'm sure, I'm sure what also what could happen too is the fact of like with the NFTs, you could add on like meet and greet. So it's like um, with this NFT, you could um, on this date at this time, blah, 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 blah. Um, you'll be able to come to um, this live performance of me painting live in New York or whatever it is. So like you could add that on because like what Mark Cuban is doing with NFTs also, he's like not forcing people into the world, but he's pretty much like 
it's it is pretty much like a force it's like if you want to buy maverick tickets and you want to come to this maverick game you're gonna have to buy the nfc maverick ticket um and then obviously you could resell that maverick ticket but he's literally making um tickets into nfts and stuff like that so that's literally introducing more people into the world and then making it to a whole live aspect so that you could take that concept and do the same thing to where now you want to have these live performances you want to have these live shows and everything like that um like for personal and physical uh, appearance and stuff like that so you would add that as like a unlockable on the nft so like you get to have this exclusive meet and greet after the stage backstage with me um whoever purchased this nft you could do it like that so it's like the the world is open for nft so don't feel like it's gonna stutter down because like it, it it feels like it is but at the same time it's opening a whole new world we got to see it in, in a positive aspect and not just negative because that's how literally everything is there's always a positive and a negative yeah, that makes sense. Uh, that's a, a lot of cool thoughts uh, you had there. Um, just like, especially with when you were when you talked uh, when you said like the Maverick tickets and stuff. I was just thinking that, yeah, I guess that would also work for musicians, right? Because like before, uh, every like you were buying everything on Ticketmaster and it was all digital, just scanning QR c codes. Like you had physical tickets, and I would keep those physical tickets in a book to see like all my. Uh, the concerts i went to exactly so now imagine now people are having uh digital nft tickets of these yeah, crazy yellow hearts is oh. the company that does it there's a company called yellowheart.io that's doing it and i think they have a, a contract with live nation they put out the uh kings of leon uh release but yeah they're, they're doing they're trying to do the tickets thing yeah, and it's amazing because then they like, say that's that's in a historical day of either the performance or even the sports game. That's the day, let's say, Luka Donovich, uh, Donovich scores like seventy-eight or like he passes Kobe for like eighty-two or eighty. Now that NFT that you just bought that was like say what a hundred or something dollars for that ticket. Imagine the worth of that NFT after that game. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, like Zion Williamson's rookie card, whatever that one of one sold for like a million dollars, right? Yeah, no, that was Luca. That was Luca's card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, you're right. It was Zion, but then Luca has a, a basketball card that sold for the most, like for like really? yeah, some crazy amount of money. Like, but it was an actual physical card, and I think it was the NFT for Zion Williams. But they're trying to NFT that card now for Luca and make it a one of one. Also, Mark, obviously, you read who's on it. Mark uh, Cuban is on it. <laughs> so like he he yeah. does that. That's gonna be another mill like million dollar card that that's out there of Luca. Like it's just crazy the concept. Because they buy, like, Family Guy, like, art for, like, $3 million. So, I mean, I can't imagine what that stuff will go for. Like, so, yeah, so pretty much it's just adding on to your experience. But, um, Hollywood, talk to me. What's up? What up, what up, what up, y'all? Thank y'all for, uh, you know, holding this virtual space. Um, so, yeah, man, DJ Hollywood, the independent artist enthusiast. So, my quick question would be for, because uh, I know um, as a DJ, obviously, I love you know, I love pushing people's music, but, you know, even when it gets to, uh, you know, the, the licensing and all that stuff for playing people's music, you know, it's, it's definitely risky. So obviously I couldn't, I feel like I couldn't make a, a, a mix or something like that of other people, of like Drake or something like that, and then try to flip it and sell it. Right. So my question is what I have to like, would my, would my concept be to use all my music that I own and then flip it back and sell it? That's one question. And then two is like, what are some other ideas of as a DJ for me just um, getting into the NFT world? So yeah, that's my question. Done speaking. So to go more into like the whole um, 
we were starting like with the music thing so now it would be your music i would suggest your music obviously because it's like it works on any other contract it's like you cannot sell somebody else's music without their permission obviously um so like it would be your music correct and then um I wouldn't say you would you're selling your music it's just like they're able to hear it now um you're not telling them or like giving them permission to sell it um and it's also like you you pretty much could add it on like smart contracts to if they are wanting to sell it or you could add it to an agreement on um on as like an unlockable so like what i have there's like well, one of the nfts that i have are pretty much add unlockable to where they're a lot it's a, a limited um lease so now it is a limited uh uh what's it called not lease but it's limited um so now where they could still license it but i still get percentage from it so they could do whatever they want to it they could recreate it they could do literally anything they want to it but i still get percentage of it um they don't fully oh it's not an exclusive pretty much then i have an nft where there is an exclusive i literally gave them all the rights right there so like i said it was just it's just with your music that's already streaming and stuff like that, you're not selling it away to them. You're just giving them another access to play it, pretty much. Got it. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. And then for the second question was, like, you said for... Just uh, ask that again one more time. Uh, I was saying, like, what are some other just ideas as a DJ to go about, you know, in to enter the NFT realm? Mm, got you, got you. So, um, one thing I've seen one DJ did, which pretty much is, like, what most people would do. Um, so, yeah, obviously, you could do this, but, like, you want to be a little different. So, um, which is, like, provide, like, a DJ set for them at as an unlockable in the NFT. Um, you, what you could do, which would be cool, is, like, you could work with a graphic designer. They could make a 3D animated version of you. Um, have that 3D animated version of you, like doing something with like a disc jockey moving or whatever and then like it just plays like a little clip of like a mix or a song that you made right and then as the unlockable they get to actually see the live performance of your dj set um that's one thing you could do um you could also create playlisting or even like mixes and stuff like that and then give them the mixes um as the unlockable on your dj set um and this is just me brainstorming bro this is just me just like thinking and uh, this is not nothing that other people like even did i'm just telling you random things but um there's yeah there's just several few things that you could do as a dj um you can even break it down bro like this is another concept this is crazy you could break it down to where now um see as a producer i could break down each nft to each instrument right so now i have a loop of a hi-hat right I have a loop of a drum, a drum, a kicks loop, and then I have a snare loop and whatever it is. I break each of those individually down into NFTs. Now, once you buy all five or six of these NFTs and then you put all these loops together, now it makes a song that I created. You, you could do something crazy like that, too, to where you have to buy these other NFTs to then to be able to have this end of creation, this creation at the end. So there's a few different concepts you could do as a DJ or even producer at that or artist to, to deliver. Just more what your creative level is at. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah, you, with that, you definitely gave me an idea because I, I, I manage a producer and a, a artist. So like something as, you know, putting the acapella as an NFT and then the beat and then, you know, kind of or the chorus or something like that. So, yeah, that's that's definitely uh, some good insight. Like a build your own Lego Thanks. set for music. Yeah, and then there's another thing I was thinking too of like, of, I was saying in this yesterday, I said this yesterday, I was like, what would, it would be a crazy, crazy concept, right? Because The Weeknd sold his NFT, right? He sold his NFT and it was just like an instrumental, it was just sounds. Now imagine if he 
gave that NFT, and in the NFT was a raw vocal of a verse or a hook that nobody ever heard. And then he has this one of one, or say like he has like these five of fives, right? And only five people that bought these NFTs get this raw vocal of his and is allowed to do a remix to it. And then he's going to release these five different songs and remixes on his platform. And now these producers or DJs are going to get super lit or known because they just bought the Weekend's NFT and was able to take his raw unknown vocal that nobody ever heard and put it onto a new beat or put it onto a new mix or whatever it is. It's like the, you could do that too. So you could like take raw vocals of someone and then like literally give it away for having and have other producers or other djs like do mixes on it and stuff and then you can you can have them release it or you could you release it yourself like literally you could do whatever you want afterwards so it's like it's crazy what you could do all right uh not to take up a whole bunch of time so one simple question what platform is this all going down on like the whole nft thing so like is uh for for everybody else selling in the room or or you know dropping the nfts releasing them are they releasing it hypothetically on the same platform as like the weekend or something like that where is it all like happening from sadly it's like it's scattered bro everybody's everywhere right now like <laughs> there's not no <laughs> one specific place like everybody's scattered so you have some people that's on open sea you have some people on variable you have some people that's on mintable uh snoop dog is on crypto.com which is insane to me um so is k camp um now and then you have like so it's like different people different places are like i know i know a couple artists that dropped on nifty gateway so it's more on preference of what you feel or what you like um than more on because i was thinking the same thing bro i was like i was trying to like build an algorithm myself in my head like i'm like all right the weekend dropped here this guy dropped here like where's where are these artists going that's going to be more popular and is there's no real answer bro it's like they're just all over the place scattered there right now it's like the platforms are reaching out to the artists and they're just trying to use the artists as like a little pump up for their platform so like mintable reached out to like the weekend or whoever it was and like OpenSea would reach out to another artist and stuff like that so that's how they're doing like crypto.com reached out to snoop dogg and did that whole um nft and with the song and stuff like that they're the ones who reached out to him it wasn't like he chose crypto.com got it yeah appreciate that bro i learned a lot within this you know a couple of minutes i've been here so thank you no problem bro shout out to my hey, guy hobby and busy beats in the in the building though too shout out yeah and guys just to kind of um also just bring awareness to this. so we're about like three minutes out before we have to close out the room and then go to the next room um in this nft conference so um yeah, if anyone has any final thoughts or last minute questions, uh, just let us know. Otherwise, you know, you can we can also carry this conversation off the platform um, or whatever. So, yeah, if you guys enjoy the conversation, tap the greenhouse at the top. So you guys join the 808 wave and uh, stay tuned because there's a few more events happening throughout the day for this NFT conference that we've uh, put together. Thanks, Isabella. I just wanted to follow up on what Rated R was saying because we're going to talk about this at 430 uh, Eastern uh in our legal and business strategy room uh just just the ideas that that radar was talking about kind of uh, what 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 can you embed what experiences can you add on and kind of what are the best practices um and you know what what's possible um i got brandon in the audience he'll he'll be there along with another uh, like a large group of of attorneys so we'll have a q a session as well if people want to follow up on these topics awesome great to have you in here jesse um cool so i guess we have two minutes left uh i guess we can start wrapping things up um make sure you guys follow the to wait wave and again last minute questions otherwise i guess we can close out the room
All right, so I guess that's a wrap. Um, thanks, guys, for tuning in. I, like, we highly appreciate you guys joining um, and, you know, spending this time with us. And just stay tuned. Go to the next room. Um, Abby, I, I guess, I don't know if you can answer, but Raider R, do you know the best way for them to go to the next room? Um, definitely follow Abby, but besides that, um, the 808 ways, I know Abby was going to um, pretty much jump in there, for, but, like, the best way for people just to know, because I know sometimes, like, Clubhouse be bugging. <laughs> um,